Welcome to Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. And now, here's your host, Work Mom. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me for episode 23 of Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. I'm Lori Jovest, your host, and I am here today to talk about five things you can do right now to start the new year off right. Everybody's always looking at, you know, dieting and exercising and all these things as being, you know, the things that you're supposed to do to start the new year and you're supposed to make resolutions to lose 40 pounds and all that. But I I don't know that that is the way that works. Obviously, so many people break those commitments. And so I have a couple things that have worked for me that I would love to share today. And I hope they're helpful for you too. So first things first, ending the year right is always important. And what I mean by that is you should have a feeling of accomplishment. There's things you did this year, 2022, that were probably pretty darn awesome. You may have forgotten about them. So what I'm going to ask you to do is get a piece of paper and a pen and write out 50 things that you accomplished in 2022. And that may mean getting out the calendar and looking back at what happened in January. You'll be able to tell by appointments you had and people you saw. So you'll want to get that calendar out, sit down for about a half hour, it might take you longer, and just write out the things you accomplished. I'll give you a few examples. If you adopted a dog, that is an accomplishment. If you learned to make bread, that is an accomplishment. If you started getting up half hour earlier every morning so that you could um, take a walk with your partner, that's an accomplishment. If you got six new clients, whoa, that's amazing. That's really great. If you started writing your book, whatever it is you did, and there's a lot of things that get done in those 365 days, but we don't always appreciate them. So I'm going to suggest that you start off with that 50 things list. That will leave you with confidence, with a feeling of encouragement, and, you know, some pride in what you did. And that's, you know, that's how you should feel as you look into the new year, what you want to make happen in 2023. So number two on this list of five things is create a ongoing learning commitment. And I know that sounds like blah, boring, but what that really means is make a commitment to things that are going to teach you more about yourself, about life, about your career. All of those things are relevant to the things that happen at work. So I'm going to push all three of them. That might mean adding a few new podcasts to your rotation if you're a podcast listener or making a commitment to read a certain number of books. Um, I have a friend that committed to reading 50 books in one year. That's a lot of books. Even one business book a month puts you into a brand new category of ongoing learners and it will improve your personal um, relationship skills, your knowledge of business, your knowledge of how to perform well. Um, so create some kind of a commitment to ongoing learning and then follow it. If you fall off the wagon for a month, get back up on it, keep going. Because it really is uh, and something that once you get used to doing it, you'll never give it up. And lifelong learners are also usually high performers. That's what I found. Number three, consider the changes that you'd like to make in your life and the things that you would like to get done. 
what's been hanging around? What's been hanging out there for a really long time? Did you have, you know, did you mention to someone three years ago that you wanted to eventually write a book? Did you think about maybe going back to school and getting your master's degree? Are you really dreaming of a job at, you know, big company that, you know, you just don't think you're good enough or at that level yet? Stop yourself right there. You don't know where you are. We're all more critical of ourselves than anyone else is. So if you have a dream of a new job, take action on that. Take action on those items. Because one of the things that uh, that people frequently talk about is how they feel stuck. They feel stuck. They're bored. They're not motivated. Well, the solution to all of that is action. And if you give some thought to the changes that you'd like to see in your life, improving relationships, getting to know people at the job, um, getting to know your boss, uh, documenting the work you do in a way that uh, has you able to go into your annual review with some numbers behind you, any of those things that you've been thinking about and haven't done yet, make a list, start taking actions. Again, this will build your confidence and it will build your productivity and your feeling of accomplishment, which then brings more accomplishment. So you see where I'm going here. Now I'm going to take a hard right turn. And the hard right turn is take some time to rest. Make a commitment to rest in 2023. I know hustle culture is a thing. We're all running around trying to get as much done as we can. And we've got jobs and side hustles and friends we want to see and things we want to do. Build in some rest time as well. And one of the reasons I like to talk about that is based on um, some work by Benjamin Hardy. He's a personal growth and I guess, goal achievement specialist, expert guy. And uh, Benjamin Hardy, great guy, really great work out there. And he's the guy that will help you figure out how to get where you want to go. And he talks about how one of the barriers that's in our way is that we're so busy with what we're doing all the time that we don't take enough time for leisurely creative thought. We don't allow our subconscious minds to bring thought to the surface because we're just constantly filling our brains with, you know, entertainment or, you know, whether we're reading or watching TV or watching a video. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Um, and with our smartphones that we carry around with us, it's really easy if you're standing in line somewhere to pull your phone out and start watching videos or reading texts. What if when you uh, were standing in line bored, you left your phone in your pocket and you just kind of let your mind wander? That's where creativity comes from. That's where um, subconscious ideas and thoughts can bubble up. The other thing he suggests is if you need to be a little more proactive about it, which I know I do, is that you spend 20 to 30 minutes a week listening to binaural beats. Those are soundtracks that are created with sound waves. They sound kind of like music, but they're more actually like a like spa background noise that's supposed to relax your brain and cause you to relax. And it really works well if you're stressing out over something. Put binaural beats in the background. If you want to let your mind rest, put some headphones on, lie down on the couch for 20 to 30 minutes and just let the, that kind of spa music roll over you. 
And you'll notice that after five, 10 minutes, your mind will start bubbling up thoughts and things you haven't thought of before and maybe thinking of things in a new way. So I highly recommend it. Keep a pen and paper handy so that you're able to scribble down those great ideas that you came up with and, and make a commitment to allowing more of that downtime too, because there's a lot of talk about how, you know, we want to accomplish and accomplish and I'm guilty of that myself. However, if you are well rested, you will naturally accomplish more. Um, There's a saying going around a mantra that people are talking about that slow down to speed up. If you're slowing down and allowing yourself time to think and to rest, you'll not only be more productive, but you'll also be more accurate, less likely to make mistakes because you'll be calm and resting. And that internal environment is a critical piece of being able to accomplish great things, which I know we all want to do. So my last item on my list, this is going to be a short podcast. The last item on my list is planning. Make sure you take some time to, after you've done these other things, to plan what you'd like to see happen in 2023. Really give it some thought. What would you like to see happen? Um, Vision boards are a great tool. Um, What I usually do with a vision board is grab a stack of magazines, cut out a whole bunch of random photos and sayings and imagery that appeals to me with no thought as to why. No intention, no thought, just, ooh, this is pretty, I like it. And pull out images. What I find works after that happens is I've got a big stack of images and I can start sorting through them. And I'll notice things like, for example, if I have a lot of outdoor shots, a lot of, you know, plush greenery, um, trees, that will tell me you need to get outside. If I have, uh, you know, a lot of yoga, meditation, Zen kind of images, that tells me I need to do some more, you know, spend some more internal thinking and meditative time. So it really can help you figure out with your subconscious mind and your creative mind what you really want in the new year. And another way to do that, if you're not really much of a visual person or just, you know, cutting and pasting things doesn't appeal to you, the end game of a vision board is you take all those sorted images and you put them on a, whether it's a poster board or a canvas and put them all on it in a way that is very visual and visually represents your goals. And then you put that up over your desk or in your bedroom, somewhere where you're going to see it. So the idea of, if that idea doesn't excite you, you know, cutting and pasting and modge podging and all that stuff, then consider journaling. That's another way to, you know, not typing on the computer, but writing out in longhand can pull things out of your mind that you might not come up with otherwise. And there's a lot of things on the internet. A lot of, uh, if you Google, you know, planning my future, questions to help plan my future, they'll, they'll be out there, but you can do something as simple as by the end of 2023, I would like to have blank and then just start writing one, two, three, four, five. Mine might be, I would like to have, you know, to have um, developed a fitness habit that I'm significantly stronger than I am now. I would like to, you know, be a little bit healthier than I am now. I'd like to lose a little bit of weight, not putting any numbers on it, but I have things that I would like to do. So by writing it by the end of 2023, I would like to have blank. 
and just letting your mind flow and just keep writing what comes to you will help you clarify what your plans for the new year should be. And then put those words, phrases, images somewhere where you're going to see them so that they you can keep your attention on your intentions. That's what most of us struggle with is putting our attention on our intentions. So those are my five recommendations for ways to start this new year off right. And I hope you have enjoyed this program. I would love to hear from you. At workmomsays.com, I have a contact form that you can use to get in touch. Tell me what you'd like me to talk about. Who would you like me to have on the program? Would you like to be on the program? Do you have questions? Um, Love to hear from you. Also, if you are listening on Spotify and iTunes and those other um, podcast platforms, please leave me a review. I think you can even contact me through Spotify. So I would love to hear from you. Um, Keep on keeping on, um, make it a good new year. And we will catch back up with you in 2023 with more guests, WTF moments and career advice that will help you play the emotional contact sport of business. I'm Lori Joves signing off. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Work Mom Says. Don't be an idiot. For more information, you can email Work Mom at L-O-R-I WorkMomSays.com. That's Lori at WorkMomSays.com. And remember, (sighs) don't be an idiot.